Okay, everyone, this is Mr. Macmillan. We're back. Uh, this is a continuation of what we were just doing a few minutes ago about the relevance of Passover then and now. Okay, we are now on Matthew chapter 26. And we're going to be reading uh, one, no, Matthew 26, 2, sorry about that, chapter 2, so let's start at one, even though I said two, because I want you to get the gist of what's happening here. Okay, uh, Christ is speaking. Hello, everyone. Jesus Christ is speaking. This is in red writing. And it came to pass when Jesus had finished all these things, these sayings, he said unto his disciples, Ye know that after two days is the feast of the Passover. And the Son of Man is betrayed to be crucified. Okay? Even Jesus Christ acknowledges the Passover. Alrighty? Now, Let's move on to Matthew 17. Now the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples came to Jesus, saying unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare for thee to eat the Passover? And he said, Go into the city to such a man, and say unto him, The master saith, My time is at hand, and I will keep the Passover at thy house with my disciples. And the disciples did as Jesus had appointed them, and they made ready the Passover. Now, when the evening was come, he sat down with the twelve. Notice the evening again. And as they did eat, he said, Verily I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. And they were exceedingly sorrowful, and began every one of them to say unto him, Lord, is it I? And he answered and said, He that dippeth his hand with me in the dish, the same shall betray me. The Son of Man goeth as it is written of him. But woe unto the man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It had been better, it had been good for him <clears throat> if he had not been born. 
Then Judah, which betrayeth him, answered and said, Master, is it I? And he said unto him, Thou hast said. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. Everybody hear that? Did everybody hear that? Plain and simple. He has not denied the Passover. The Lord Jesus Christ said, and I'll repeat, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for remission of sins. Shed for many for remission. So we're supposed to be doing Passover. Hello, people. Say, but, but I say unto you, I will not drink hints of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my father's kingdom is the next time he will drink the wine. Okay. All right, let's move on to Mark 14. Okay, we have 14.1. After two days was the feast of Passover and unleavened bread, and the chief priest and the scribes sought how they might take him by craft and put him to death. But they said, not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar of the people. So, here it was, they were scheming to kill Jesus at the time of Passover. Let's go to Mark 12, 14 and 12. And the first day of the unleavened bread, when they killed the Passover, his disciples said unto him, Where will thou that we go and prepare that thou mayest eat of the Passover? And sendeth forth two of his disciples and said unto them, Go ye into the city there, shall meet ye a man bearing a pitcher of water, follow him. 
Wherever he shall go in, say ye to the good man of the house. The master saith, Where is the guest chamber where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples? And he will show you a large upper room finished and prepared. There make ready for us. And his disciples went forth and came into the city and found as he had said unto them and made ready the Passover. And in the evening he cometh with the twelve. And as they sat and did eat, Jesus said, Verily I say unto you, One of you which eateth with me shall betray me. Okay? Again, let's move on to Luke. Okay, Luke chapter 2 and 41. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. Whose parents? Whose parents do you think we're talking about? Go back up to 40. And the child grew and waxed strong in the spirit, filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Okay? So we're talking about Jesus. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem after the custom of the feast. And when they had fulfilled the days, as they returned the child, Jerusalem tarried behind in Jerusalem, and Joseph and his mother knew not of it. Okay, all this took place at the time of Passover, while he was a child. Okay, next, let's move on. Twenty uh, Luke chapter 22. Okay, Luke chapter 22 and 1. Now the feast of unleavened bread drew nigh, which is called the Passover. And the chief and scribes sought how they might kill him, for they feared the people. Okay, number 7. Then came the day of the unleavened bread. And when the Passover must be killed. And he sent Peter and John, saying, Go and prepare us the Passover that we may eat. And they said unto him, Where wilt thou that we prepare? And he said unto them, Behold, when ye are entered into the city, there shall a man meet you, bearing a pitcher of water. Follow him into the house where he entereth in. And ye shall say unto the good man of the house, The master saith unto thee, Where is the guest chamber? 
where I shall eat the Passover with my disciples. And he shall show you a large upper room furnished there. Make ready. And they went and found as he had said unto them, and they made ready the Passover. And when the hours was come, he sat down and the twelve apostles with him. And he said unto them, With desire I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say unto you, I will not any more eat thereof until it be filled in the kingdom of God. Okay? Now let's move on to... John John chapter 2 and 13 okay 13 to 23 it's interesting I've already marked this off Okay, let's go up to 12, get an idea of what's going on. After this, he went down to Capernaum, he and his mother and his brethren and his disciples, and they continued there not many days. And the Jews' Passover was at hand, and Jesus went up to Jerusalem and found in the temple those that sold oxen and sheep and dove and the changes of money sitting. And when he had made a scourge of small cords, he drove them all out of the temple and the sheep and the oxen and poured out the the chip and poured out the changers money and overthrew the tables and said unto them, that sold doves. Take these things hence. Make not my father's house a house of merchandise. And his disciples remembered that it was written, The zeal of thine house have eaten me up. Then answered the Jews and sang unto him, What sign showest thou unto us, seeing that thou doest these things? And Jesus answered and said unto them, Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. Then say the Jewish, the Jews, Forty and six years was the temple in building, and wilt thou rear, rear it up in three days? But he spanked of the temple of his body, when therefore he was risen from the dead. His disciples remembered that he had said this unto them, and they believed the scripture and the word which Jesus had said. Now, when he was in Jerusalem at the Passover, in the feast days, many believed in his name when they saw the miracles which he did.
All right, let's move on now to John 6 and 4. Okay, let's go John let's go John 3. Start at 3. And Jesus went up unto a mountain and there he sat with his disciples. And the Passover, a feast of the Jews was nigh. When Jesus then lifted up his eyes and saw a great company coming unto him, he saith unto Philip, "Whence shall we buy bread?" that these may eat. And this he said to prove him, for he himself knew what he would do. Okay, let's move on to uh, 11. And fifty five. Now I want you all to realize that this are the chapters where the Lord speaks. A lot of this is in red. This is Jesus speaking. Okay, eleven and fifty five. And the Jews' Passover was nigh at hand, and many went out of the country up to Jerusalem before the Passover to purify themselves. Then sought they for Jesus and spanked among themselves as they stood in the temple. What think ye that he will not come to the feast? Okay. So they were laying in wait for him to come to the Passover feast. <laughs> okay, let's move on to 12.11. I'm going to go up one to 12.10. But the chief priests consulted that they might put Lazarus also to death, because that by reason of him many of the Jews went away and believed on Jesus. On the next day, much people that were come to the feast, when they heard that Jesus was coming to Jerusalem, Take branches of palm trees and went forth to meet him and cried, Hosanna, blessed is the king of Israel that cometh in the name of the Lord. And Jesus, when he had found a young ass, set therein as it is written. Okay, let's move on to 12, 1. Uh, we 
did 12 1, 12 13. Sorry, 12 uh, 13 1. Now, before the feast of Passover, when Jesus knew that his hour was come, that he should depart out of his world unto the Father, having loved his own which were in the world, he loved them unto the end. Okay? Has the Passover changed? Anything changed yet? No. Jesus has come, been born, and he's getting ready to die. And Passover is still in place. Okay, let's move on. 1828. Peter then denied again immediately the cock crowed. Then led they Jesus from Capernaus unto the hall of judgment. And it was early, and they themselves went not into the judgment hall, lest they could be defiled, but that they might eat the Passover. Now, isn't that something? That's really hypocritical, isn't it? You're going to take a man of God and put him, hmm, and then you don't want to go in there because you don't want to defile yourself. You're already defiled. Your thoughts alone defiled you. Okay, let's move on. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to laugh at that. Uh, 1839. Okay, 38, Pilate saith unto him, what is true? And when he had said this, he went out again unto the Jews and said unto them, I find him no fault at all, but ye have a custom that I shall release unto you one at the Passover. Will ye therefore that I re release unto you the king of the Jews? Then cried them all again, saying, Not this man, but Barnabas. Now, Barnabas was a robber. Remember, the Lord said, When you come before me to bring a lamb, he has to be clean without blemish. Was Jesus Christ not clean without blemish? Okay. And who was let go? The blemished one. How important is Passover? There's your answer right there. Okay? <clears throat> God took the best of the best of the best in the world. Let's move on to nine, <clears throat> 1914. Excuse me. Okay, I move up to 13. When Pilate therefore heard that saying, he brought Jesus forth and sat down in the judgment seat in a place that is called the pavement, but in Hebrew, Gabelath. Gab 
Balaf, yeah. And it was the preparation of the Passover, and about the sixth hour. And he saith unto the Jews, Behold your king. But they cried out, Away with him, away with him, crucify him. Pilate said unto them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. Okay. Let's move on. Now we're going to move into Corinthians. Okay? First Corinthians. First Corinthians five and seven. Let's go up to six. Your glory is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveth the whole lump. Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump. As ye are unleavened, for even Christ, our Passover, is sanctified for us. Hello. Woo! Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Here it is right here, everybody. You see this? 1 Corinthians 5 and 7. Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump. As ye are unleavened, for even Christ, our Passover, is sanctified for us. Mm, 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 mm. So, do you think you should be doing Passover? I think so. I think so. But let's, let's just move on. We got one more verse here. Because a lot of you are saying, oh, well, um... It's not in the New Testament. It doesn't exist today. We don't have to follow that today. Okay. But Christ is your... Christ is your what? Anybody tell me? He's your lamb, right? Okay. He sacrificed himself for you. All right. Let's move on. If it weren't for him sacrificing himself for you, you would not be here today. Believe me. Okay, Hebrews 11 and 28. Let's go up to 27. By faith he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of the blood, 
lest he that destroyed the firstborn should touch them. By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land, which the Egyptians sang to do, we we drowned. Okay? So, this is proof positive right here. I've given you every verse in the Bible that speaks of the Passover. Is the Passover important? Absolutely. Did the word of God change? Nada. Not one iota. Okay? Not one iota. What did the Lord say? He said that we are supposed to go on the eve of the 14th day. Take a lamb. Roast it. Have unleavened bread. How many days? Seven days of unleavened bread. And eat it with bitter herbs. That's what he said. Has it changed? Not one bit. As long as the Lord our God is still in heaven, died for us on the cross, Passover has not changed and will not change until he comes back. Okay, everyone, I just want to make that perfectly clear. And now many of you have been asking, oh, well, what are we supposed to eat? Well, now you know what you're supposed to eat. Lamb, bread, bitter herbs. That's all this in this word of God. And they did have wine at the table. So how much wine you have, that's up to you. Don't get drunk, okay? There's nothing holy or sanctified about getting drunk. Okay, so that is our segment on Passover. I just wanted to bring that to you guys since today is Passover. May you all be blessed. May you all have a wonderful year. May you be successful in all that you do. And may the Lord bless your house and your families. This I pray and ask in Jesus' name, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. God bless and good night.